Welcome to the Ready, Set, CEO podcast. I'm Melissa Froelich, and I'm deeply passionate about helping women create aligned and sustainable businesses. I'm so glad you're here because that means you are ready to start embracing your leadership role as the CEO of your business. Sustainable business growth starts inside ourselves. Stepping into our CEO role allows us to create strategy that is in alignment for us and our own individual and unique businesses. And when it happens, things finally start to feel right. So let's get started. I have a very special guest on the show this week, Lindsay Lopez Horowitz. She is a former private client of mine. We actually just wrapped up our most recent coaching engagement, but we will definitely be working together again in the future. She came to me ready for the next phase of her business journey. But she also knew she wasn't clear on what that looked like. And she wanted to dive deeper into finding out who she was as a leader and get more in alignment with building from that foundation. And boy, did she ever. So a little bit about Lindsay. She's a seasoned entrepreneur and founder of Virtually Lindsay Online Solutions, where small business owners with big dreams go for ultimate support. She has a background in startup ventures, restaurant building and event organization, and she sidestepped the corporate grind and has been building businesses for over 15 years from around the world. So without further ado, I'm going to hop in to this week's podcast, and I know that you are going to enjoy listening to Lindsay's journey of stepping in to the next level of her CEO self. So this week on the podcast, we have a very, very special guest. It is my pleasure to have Lindsay with us talking about her journey into becoming more aligned in her business and quite frankly, owning who she is as a leader in the space. And so I think you're really going to enjoy the relatability of her story. Coaching with Lindsay was such a dream and we'll definitely be working together again in the future. I love following along to all of the things that she's creating right now. And so without further ado, Lindsay, please introduce yourself. Tell us about who you are. And then we're going to dive into getting to know your story a little bit more. Yes. Thanks. First of all, I'm just so happy to be here. Thank you. And I am online. I'm virtually Lindsay, but in the real world, I am Lindsay Lopez Horwitz. I help online business owners move the dial in their business. We find solutions, take a deep dive into the back end of the business and find solutions on how to fix the place up. I love that. Okay. So we started working together. Actually, before we dive into that, I want to tell a little bit about how you kind of reached out to me, because I think this is a really good lesson for so many people who tell themselves stories like nobody's watching, nobody is looking at my content, nobody's reading my stuff. That's not true. And there might be tons of people who are consuming your content because you reached out to me and you were like, Hey, I want to know about working together. Like I've been following you for a long time. And I was like, Oh, so tell me a little bit about that. Like, I mean, how you, like, when did you decide that, okay, I am ready to invest in a coach? Well, so I had originally found you in the done in a day virtual conference that you Mm -hmm. had, you were a speaker at that conference. And so this is just a life lesson to all of us who are in our businesses that those speaking gigs do, you know, those, those are, are a good way for exposure and long game because I had found you and I had started following you on Instagram and I joined your Facebook group and I am one of those people. And I know, I know 
a lot of people that are in my world will, you know, you kind of creep in the back end and you know, you want to work with somebody I had intuitively connected with what you were doing. And I knew that you fit into how I wanted to grow my business at some point. I just wasn't sure when I wasn't ready yet. And so when I was, I I had written to you when I was in Guatemala, I was in this moment, I just sold our past business. And it was this huge pivot, this huge shift. And I was beginning to feel like, okay, what's next before I go into this free fall. And I'm about to double down on, on, on my my, virtually Lindsay again, I need support. I need help. And I just knew immediately. I was like, Melissa, that's, this is the time for her. So I reached out to you. I think it was on Instagram messenger. I reached yeah. out and I said, Hey, I'm ready. What do you got? Yeah. And I love that because I mean, I love a good stalker, right? I love somebody who knows because that for me, when you shared, you know, I've been following you for a while and we connected from the done in a day it wasn't a out on a whim type of decision. Like you had decided. And when those people come to me, it's like, let's do this thing. And then also I have your human design chart pulled up because now, you know, it's easy to reflect on some things, but I'm like, of course, because you have the one, three profile. So you need that safety. You need to know that the decisions that you make are right for you. So having gotten to know me over, you know, a period of, of several months and consume my content and know that, I was the right person for you that made your intuitive hit clear, right? Because you had been able to check those boxes of safety for self in order to make that next investment and to be able to move on that thing when you're ready. So I think there's like, there's so much to the design of you in how this played out. Yeah. And you know, when we first connected, I knew I, and I'm somebody too, who I've been in business long enough that I know when I connect with somebody or I know somebody that I can either help them or they can help me. And I had had that connection with you because there were a lot of speakers at this thing, but you were the only one that I had figured out like this person can help me on my journey at some point. And I knew that that was going to come. There would be a time. Of course, there's the figuring out the financials of it. There's figuring out the time of it. There's, you know, and I also had worked really hard. It was probably a year later. I think you're right. But I'd worked really hard on becoming more and more coachable at that time because I had worked with a couple of other coaches or consultants and just gone to the workshops, done the trainings, done all the things, but I wasn't getting the results I had wanted. And I think that this is really important too, doing the work to figure out what was I doing not just what was I purchasing, not who I was investing in, but also what was I doing in order to to not get those results in a certain way. And so when I had kind of figured out, okay, I'm in a really open space and I think this person can really help me and I'm willing to invest in this at this point, that's where the transformation is going to happen. And it did. And that's one of the key pieces. When people ask me like, what is a successful coaching experience look like from my perspective. I'm like, well, the person has to want to be coached. They have to be in this place of being coachable. And I think that's important to recognize what it looks like for ourselves when we're not in that space. And when we are in that space, because I've certainly been not coachable at times. Right. And when we know that, okay, we're ready. And like you described it, this intuitive hit and being able to move on that that's where the magic starts to happen. And I think that you came into our relationship together with a lot of openness and a lot of, you know, I want to be pushed and I'm not looking for like really specific things. 
I want to see what's possible for me. I know that there are some things that I don't love right now. And I want to explore those and figure out like what else is possible. So let's go there. Let's go to the Jane of all trades. Let's talk about (laughs) that because I mean, that, that came up a lot. So tell us about that and what that meant to you. And like, let's just talk about it. Yeah. And I also, I want to say full disclosure on that. It wasn't so much that I'd done all this deep work to go like, I'm fully coachable now, because I think that that's not super relatable. But I think that especially within your community, we work with coaches and creators all the time who have, who are coaching clients as well. You know, a lot of us are supporting other people who are running these businesses. And I saw over and over again, where they were, the breakdown was happening within their clients. And I was able to kind of reflect that back to me. Yes. And that helped me bring it up to, well, self-diagnose this Jane of all trades, master of none, which is the problem <laughs> that I presented to you. I, I, you know, I, I came to you and I said, I have a business that I've been building for three years. And now I found myself backed into a corner. I'm a, I do all the things and I'm great. And people love that, but you can't put that on a website. And I, 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 how, how do I, how do I navigate this? And you really helped me navigate that or just see that that's not a fault that actually that is a huge benefit and people will see that too if it's presented in the right way and if if I can get my confidence up around that and so that was the first huge shift for me was learning that who I am naturally and this kind of secret sauce of mine was you know I can show up and meet you where you're at and do all the things was actually a, uh, a, a value add in my business, as opposed to being something that I was seeing it as nobody gets me. How do, how do I fix this? So good. I love also that you did the disclaimer of like, it wasn't like some magic deep work, but that's it. How do we use our experiences and our awareness to be more reflective on who we are, right? The emotional intelligence piece. And I think that that that's another part when people ask me, what is a successful coaching client look like? They have to be coachable, but beyond that, have some degree of the emotional intelligence piece. Like how do I learn more about myself? Because if you come into my type of work thinking, you know, everything about yourself, then you probably shouldn't hire me. Right. (laughs) Like I I can then, then buy my toolkit or get the strategy session masterclass or something but this is this is the deep work. And I think that that's where you really were ready to dive into, like not even knowing what that actually looked like, right? Sure, I want to increase my revenue. I want to get some of my time back and enjoy my life more. But like, what does that actually look like? And those were a lot of the conversations that we had. And, you know, my work is always centered around helping somebody step further into their their CEO role. But that looks so different for each individual person, especially those of us that wear a lot of hats. I mean, you're a wife, you're a mom, you are an international family. You're getting ready to go to Guatemala again in a couple of months. Like what your success looks like is very, very unique to you. And I think coming back to that. And so Let's talk a little bit about like that, that journey of, for you in embracing a greater degree of alignment, which is simultaneously stepping into your CEO role. But what are some things that really stand out to you when you reflect back on that about like becoming the more confident, empowered Lindsay? Yeah. And I think, okay. So when I first came 
into this, I was thinking I needed to make more money in order to kind of balance this all out. I wanted to scale. I was looking how to scale. This was my intention. How do, how do I scale this business? I had done what was prescribed by the internet, which was, you know, because I had come from being a virtual assistant, online business manager, and I was starting to work more into strategy and consulting with people, but I didn't know how to scale that at that point. And so when you go into research it, they say, build an agency, they say, become a coach. And I was like, I don't want to be a coach. And I, I spent all of 2021 building an agency that I hated running. So as I was reaching out to you, I was thinking, how do I make the whatever $500,000 business. I, I can't remember what my goal was at the time. How do I make the you know next financial marker in my milestone in my business without killing myself? And you know, I was burnt out. But what I what I thought I wanted, which was more time, more money, was actually not what I needed. And so coming into alignment, and when I really sat down to look at it. And when I had the permission from working together with you to say, how do you want your business to be? How do you want it to feel? And how do you want to scale? I took a look at it and I, I said, you know, okay, I, you know, I love my retainer clients that I've been working with for a long time. And I love that base. And that makes me feel really grounded. And I'm sure you're going to line this back to my human design because we did in our calls that this is, that kept me really, really grounded and allowed me the freedom to open up this new way of scaling, which is what I do now, which are solution sessions. I help people. My, my Jane of my Jane of all trades, master of everything now is the mindset shift there. I meet people where they're at and we move the dial in their business on, on these solution sessions. So I took all of that knowledge and made this aligned business model for me. And that's when it started to really feel expansion. I started to really feel expansion. I expanded in my schedule. I, my husband was like, how come you have all this free time all of a sudden? And I was like, I switch things around in my business and this feels really great and it feels really light and I am able to do it with ease, you know, and none of it was easy per se to, to make all those moves, but I was able to show up with ease by not feeling like I had to hustle and grind and overserve. And as I was doing in the early days, I was able to really come out to the forefront and, and, and meet people where they're at within their business and then seeing the the transition with within them as well on these sessions and going, oh, that was what they actually needed. What I was going to serve in this other model, it was just overdoing and overpowering it, toning it back and meeting people where they're at and listening to them as well, just really made the full connect. Um, and so I just built upon that and found that that was how I was able to really scale monetarily as well. I... I love hearing this again, right? Because I got to see it unfolding in real time and it was really amazing. And I, again, because we do everything in full disclosure, I was really embarking on the deep dive into human design right about the time that we started. And so we kept getting deeper and deeper. And there were lots and lots of times in the program that I was in where I was like, oh, and like pull up your chart as I'm learning and being like, that's why. And there's where this connection is. So now I can look at your chart and I'm like, oh yeah, no wonder there's this and this and all the parts and pieces make sense. So thank you for being like willing to allow me to explore with you because, you know, there was a lot of imposter syndrome that would even come up for me in the sense that I, I am just learning this and who am I to share this? But then I felt safe to be able to do that with you. And it was so powerful for me to see how that 
gave us a lot of clues as to the why behind things, you know, and one of the simple things was leaning into how do you be more sure of your decisions, right? And and leaning into your emotional solar plexus as your authority. And then also why we could get to this place of shifting it from the Jane of all trades, master of none to changing that to all, because you didn't have to be truly the master of all. You were the master of helping all the people find clarity in their path and their journey. Because again, of looking at your design and your superpowers and your strengths. And so we really took it all back to let's create the most strengths led approach possible for you. And there's lots to this and it's going to continue to be uncovered, but what I think is, is so neat as I'm, I also pulled up your intake questionnaire. And one of the questions that I ask in the intake questionnaire is what keeps you up at night? And this is when I knew I was going to love you. Your answer is literally, so I'm a great sleeper. It's my superpower. Like (laughs) as literal as possible. Like I'm going to tell you that I'm a badass. And you shared that it was a lot of anxiety around getting bold. And at the same time, not taking care of your full potential as a leader because of how you are currently supporting clients. And so really like that was our work of how do we get you more unapologetically bold? And that wasn't based on let's write out a strategy and you're just going to go and deploy that. It was, let's get to know you. So when you think back to that, like, like what are some things that allowed you, because you're bold, like I, but I was also there when it was like, okay, I want you to start showing your face more. I want you to do the things and you were willing to do it. So you were coachable, but what were some things as we talk about this part of the journey that did feel a little bit stretchy to you or that were like, Ooh, this is a bold move for me that maybe are easy today. Talk about your journey into boldness. Yeah. So I think the big shift for me in this was, and you know, this goes back to a little bit more about my backstory that we didn't share at the top, but that, you know, I've been an entrepreneur for 15 years now. So I have been building businesses. I have been running events. I've been doing all sorts of, from startups to family businesses. I've sold businesses. I've done done all of the business stages um, up until now. And so with this particular business, I was also feeling confused about this imposter syndrome that I was having when, you know, and, and how to show up and how to be bold. And the, the shift for me was when we talked about coming from the back of the house, which was the support position that I had really built this whole business around. Virtually Lindsay is all about how to support online business owners. And it still is to this day, but how can I be the back of house support for online business owners and also simultaneously be the front of house person when I'm online, when I'm selling, when I'm connecting, when I'm meeting people and and bring myself into a position where I feel more confident about that. And when it was showing up more online, finding my voice within that, I really needed to soundboard. I needed to play with it. And so coming to you and talking to it about it and also reminding myself that, oh, you have all this experience, you know? And I think we talked about that a lot of going, Hey, remember you have the receipts. I actually remember you saying that to me. You have the receipts, the evidence is there, the proof of what you've built and what you've done and how you've come this far is actually there. And so showing myself and and that moment of of doubt with within myself 
you, you actually have this, your ideas are good. You know, these are the things that we say to ourselves like, oh, that's stupid. Or no one wants to hear that. Or they don't want to hear me selling this thing again, which is not true. And I'm out here telling everybody else that same thing. It's not true. But when it comes to you and you are trying to come out of your shell and, and talk to people about it, it's, it's not the same. Somehow those same rules don't apply to you. Right. So looking at the evidence and, and finding that, and then, you know, just throwing ideas out there. And the more and more I threw my ideas out there, I had, then I had the evidence once again, that, oh no, you do know what you're talking about. People do want this. Like, you know, these are really great ideas and they actually really help people. And I think that that was the connection for me was like, you know, start to talk about soundboard and also throw, test it, just test the waters. I started talking more and more about clients. I shift, we worked a lot on how to shift how I have my initial calls with people to going from just backend support to being side by side with people and, and working and walking along with them on the strategy. I was already doing all these things as I, I know we've talked about this and I've talked about this within the, the communities that with other people that are in your community. I'm already doing, I'm already supporting people. I'm already giving the strategy. I'm already consulting. I'm already doing that within my support systems, but now I need to make that a part of my CEO of Virtually Lindsay chair, how I sit in that and how I represent that and how I come out into the world of that. And so switching it up on how I off my offer suite and, and um, you know, I had no problem getting people on sales calls and I had no problem closing, but how, what was I closing and what was I selling to them and what was I communicating that I did? So my bio, we switched, we changed out my bio, we changed <laughs> out my, you know, these are small things, but they were small mindset shifts. And then that all led to me really coming into this, this role that I was, was already doing, I, but I needed to, I needed to bring myself up to date to with it. Yeah. And the bio, I mean, I don't want to downplay that because a lot of effort went into that by you in terms of really, really up-leveling that and identifying how did you want to be seen beyond the way that you were working? Because that was part of it. Like, Hey, I I'm grateful for what I've created, but I know I meant for a lot more. And so being willing to, to stretch that, and that's sometimes the hardest work are the words, right? The words that we put there and we put so much pressure and I get that. I constantly am looking at it and wanting to tweak it, but getting it to a place that feels better than it did before and then being able to move from there. I, I do. I remember a lot of conversations around the bio, but it, it was so good. But <laughs> Well, and it was, you know, it was this moment of me coming from, because the, the brick and mortar businesses I had were a lot of, I was at the front of the house. I was telling, I was talking with people, connecting with people. And then in 2018, when I moved online, I was back of house and I really liked that, especially, you know, during 2020 and all, all of that, I really la- enjoyed kind of being behind the scenes. And so this was all me shifting to coming back to the forefront again. And that, for whatever reason, I, I hung on that bio as this moment of that. And, and, and it, it really did, it brought me back to the front of house so I could re- sit comfortably in my, my seat as the forefront and leader of, of what is virtually Lindsay. And now what are my other projects that I'm putting out into the world? And again, looking at those receipts, looking at the evidence, like we talked about of all the things. So this is where we can get very stuck in the here and now and being able to pull that back and saying like, listen, girlfriend, you had a very, very successful restaurant and you were front of the house for a long time. And then as you described it, you wanted to be, you know, back of house and be behind the scenes. And that's what you've been able to create with this business. But because of that, 
we then tell ourselves different stories. Who's going to relate to what I have to say? I am not somebody who has a lot of stories to tell. And so why would I show up on Instagram and all these things? And I'm not saying that any of those were your words, but it's like looking for all the reasons why I'm not ready yet or why I'm not qualified enough. But when we dug into the evidence and how magnetic, I use that word a lot with you. You are this incredible personality and people, like you said, you don't have a problem with getting people to book sales calls and also selling them something that was, you were really fixated on what's the next phase because you weren't necessarily aligned with what your offers were. And you knew that you could sell them anything, but that's not what you wanted to do. So it was not really about the visibility piece and whether it was possible, it was about the lack of alignment. And so that was causing you to tell yourself it's stories that weren't true. So we went to the evidence and we said, we know that you are incredibly magnetic and that people like to speak to you. We have the evidence now, we have the evidence from before. So that's not even the thing. It's more about getting you in alignment with how you're going to move forward, right? How can we own a, a role that honors your zone of genius more than it does right now. And I think that was the other thing is allowing you to give yourself permission to not have it be a hundred percent solution, but to be progress. And I saw that start to happen with the business. I saw that start to happen with you wanting to prioritize yourself in terms of working out and just go on a girl's weekend, do this thing, like it started to finally kind of crack open. And then it was like, oh, this is what it feels like to be creating something for myself that works in this season of my life. Right. So when you think about who you are today and your business as it stands today, compared to a year ago, like what are some things that are clearly different? You know, it's funny. I just actually texted my biz best friend yesterday and I said, you know, my business is finally starting to look like what I truly want it to look like. And this, I feel like I've been trying to get into this alignment for a long time, but it's starting, the pieces are starting to really, really fall into place. And that to me is everything because it's super aligned. It's not the, I had been setting it up how you are supposed to, or maybe how other people had, or what were these, these maybe textbook ways of setting up and scaling your online business. And the re- the moment that the permission I was given to then set it up in a way that feels truly aligned to me is now what I have today. So I am super excited about everything I'm doing. I, you know, I have the retainer clients that we talked about earlier, that is this space that allows me the freedom to launch other projects and not so much worry about exactly how they're going to come out financially. Of course, we want all of our efforts to have a financial return, but I was able to build out this quirky idea of a club that I wanted to do. It's called the I'm working on it club. And it's a group of creative people that are just like us who need focus and they need productivity and they need to go somewhere to be with other like-minded people and get that extra layer of accountability. And so this is aligning for me because I was able to collect all the people that I had in the, in, in my world and in my networking and in, you know, just the people that were coming and naturally being attracted to me or I, to them, I'm able to kind of collect them in one space and now we're growing that. And so that community is, is this hub that is, that is just 
lighting me up. It's super fun. I never feel like, oh, I got to go do this thing. It's just been really, really fun. And from there, I, you know, I'm able to fit in and help people for where they need. So I have people who come back to me and will say, Hey, I need to work on this project. And we're able to, to, to fill that in. And I have time. I mean, I work now way less than I was working and I'm able to kind of scale in a way that was really, I'm scaling both financially, but I'm also scaling and leveling up into this business that is sustainable. Mm -hmm. And that was both of those things needed to be happening at the same time in order for it to be a win for me. I wasn't going for the million dollar business. I wasn't going for that. I was going for something that is sustainable and something that is going to hold my energy and also something that's going to light me up when I feel really, really excited with the people that I wanted to connect with. Yes. And all I can think about as I hear this is that's you being in alignment with your strategy as a generator. You're responding to life. No wonder that the I'm working on a club feels fun and not like something you quote unquote have to do because you're in this space with other people and you are responding to their questions. You're responding to their ideas. You are getting energy and life from that versus having to push, having to force things to happen. Right. And I think there was a, you were running up against a wall with that. You were doing all the things when we started working together that you should, but you were finding that you were starting to really have to push. And that's where things were actually starting to create difficulty and feel hard. We couldn't like exactly put our finger on that. But like you alluded to earlier, you shared with me, like all these people are telling me that I should grow an agency further than what I've already created. Like that's the way that I should scale my business. And I remember asking you, do you want to do that? And you're like, I, I, I don't think so. Okay, then we're not going to, we're not going to do that. And I think that there's a lot of people out there that would just say, okay, then that let's figure out how you do that. And I have learned over the years. I mean, in my early coaching days, I probably would have said, okay, let's map it out. Let's figure out how it's going to go. But I have learned that like, what's the motivation, right? And I could see even from what you shared in your intake form that that you weren't motivated by it. You were giving me this as some data and some information in terms of like, this is what I'm being told, but it was actually like pushing on you, right? And in order for you to do that thing, you're going to have to like push back. And now it's, you would know how to navigate that so much differently to sit with it, process it through your emotional solar plexus. Is this for me or not tap into the sacral to respond and then decide to go or not to go. But that's why the club is so like, yeah, this is it. Also why the restaurant lit you up in so many ways, right? Because there were things to respond to and that as a generator, we respond to life. I mean, fellow generator here. So anyway, we can talk about that all day, but these are just trying to paint a picture of how we took a very, very holistic approach to looking at you as a unique being because you are, and how do we pull out your gifts? And how do we say, if the things don't feel good, then we're not going to worry about them and we're not going to do them. Let's focus on the things that are lighting you up and the rest is going to, to come. So Tell us a little bit more. So what does the business look like today? So we've got the the club and then what else are you doing? How can people work with you? Like, tell us about your identity as it exists now. Yes. So, um, yeah, so we have the, I'm working on it club and that is a, you know, it's a monthly membership and you show up that we 
have calls that are on the schedule there for co-working. We have networking. We have also solution calls where you can bring a, 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 you can pick my brain. Essentially, we do those once a week and it's for introverts and extroverts alike. You show up as much as you want, but also get that extra layer of accountability to move the dial in your business, which is in my experience, it has been the thing that is missing for all of us who are building our businesses and working on our businesses and serving our clients, but also having to build on the back end and, and, and get our ideas and our passion and our projects out there more into the world. So we, within the club also, you know, we are collaborating, we are growing in this, this, this beautiful way. So it's this hub that is the kind of first touch point of how to how to come and connect with me. We do, I think you just saw uh, where it's actually happening next week. So probably you have to sign up for the next one. We have Cabin Week where we take the club and we open it up to, the, to all of the internet and anybody who wants to come in. And we all go away to separate cabins virtually, of course. And we pull up and within a week, we finish some sort of idea or project and really flesh it out during the course of a week. Again, there's also networking within there, collaborating and looking for how to connect for those people who are looking for a little bit more of that. But I have, you know, I learned over the years with working so many people that what we lack is just that focus and being able to take our ideas with a bunch of sticky notes and get it out and really organizing it nor organize it and bring the idea into completion. And so that's the idea behind Cabin Week. So we do that quarterly. And then from there, I uh, connect with people who have projects or ideas that they need to flesh out. And maybe they need to know how it sits within their business or how to grow it. Or maybe it's a problem, something that's not quite working. And so I can work with you. If we, we I do full days, half days, or 90-minute sessions. And uh, we hop on a call and we diagnose kind of what you need. And um, we get it on the calendar and then we, we make it happen. So that's, that's what it looks like today. I do like, again, I have, I have um, retired clients that I work with, but those are kind of few and far between. I tend to stay with people for quite a long time, which I love those relationships. You know, I built this whole business on relationships and it's a big part of who I am. And that's why the club lights me up so much because we are building those relationships and so that being the core and the heart of my business is still, it works. It works for me. And this is just like music to my ears because this is a full like 180 out from the woman who came to me that was like, okay, I think I need to do this like agency expansion and do VIP days. And now we have explored, what do you want to do? How do you want to do this? What, what lights you up? What doesn't? How do we create something that honors all of that and still generates revenue. And when we finally get an alignment and we're moving like as a generator, right in response to life versus pushing or whatever your strategy happens to be, stuff is going to continue to happen for you and you are going to grow, but it is really, really hard to move away from that as very high achieving women who need to have a plan. We need to know what it's going to look like to start to trust ourselves more, to trust that everything we've already created is already working for us, that we don't need more. And in like you're describing with the club, I certainly don't need more. I need to actually implement the shiz that I've <laughs> acquired and get some stuff done. And so honoring that for yourself, but now also being truly a leader in the space to help other people do the same, like of course, it's all working. Of course, it all makes sense, right? So exciting. So kind of to bring this full circle, what would you 
tell somebody who is maybe in a similar space that you were a year ago in terms of, okay, I'm ready for this next thing, but I'm not really feeling fulfilled in what I'm doing currently. And I don't even know what that looks like. Like, what would you share with them? Like, what would be important at that little, what would it be called? Crossroads, we'll call it. Yeah, that crux. One thing that I, all of the successful people that, you know, the muses that we pick or the people that we follow that I was seeing within them that I wasn't applying to myself was that you get to make it up. Yes, take bits and pieces of what you need from the advice or the strategy that you're getting, but you get to do what works for you and that and give yourself permission to to do so. You know, I think that you you don't need the next course or you don't need the next thing. You have everything you need to find what works for you. And, and you get to have that too. I think that that was a big thing for me going like, oh yeah, of course for them that works, but for me, it's not going to work. And it wasn't true. Yeah. And especially doing so much support and so much, you know, behind the scenes work for clients. It's hard to move into a space where we believe that we get to also have that. So I'm so glad that you pointed that out. So especially as service providers, this is extra, <laughs> extra important to hear. Oh my goodness. Well, Thank you so much for sharing your story today. I really, really encourage you, if you're listening to this podcast, please go connect with Lindsay on Instagram. We'll have the links in the show notes, but it's virtually Lindsay. Go join her. I'm working on it club. She's the real deal. One of the reasons I think we had so much synergy and feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but we're, you know, no bullshit. Like we're very honest and you're going to get the real deal. We're going to show you what you actually need to do in order to get the results that you're looking for, not what we think you should do. And I think that that's one thing I appreciated about you so much. It was like, let's dive into what this looks like for me, you know, versus like, you never came to me telling me or asking me, like, tell me how you did it. Like you would say, do, have you ever experienced something like this? And based on what you know about me, how does this apply? Right. The, again, the, the awareness piece being so big, but Anyway, I just, I wish that I could, I wish that I could hang out with you every day because truly coaching with you was such a treat. Again, this is what I get to do. It was never like, oh, I've got to talk to Lindsay today. Like I've created that for myself. I get to talk to my clients. They light me up, but you especially do because the drive, the willingness to go bigger, deeper, bolder, like you're like, tell me what I need to do. Like, I'm going to make this happen. And I'm like, yes. So absolutely. And thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to connect with anybody who's out there that wants to make sure to let me know that you've come over from Melissa's world because you are an automatic in with me. Um, (laughs) Her people are my people. So I I'm super excited. Thanks so much. Well, thank you for being here today and safe travels um, here in a couple months as you guys go back to Guatemala, which is so inspiring and so cool to bring your family, your kiddos, and to be able to do that and still have this viable, sustainable business. You are really like, you are living so many people's dreams, but you're a testament to the fact that anybody who's willing to lean in and understand who they are and what they truly want, like it's possible, right? It is absolutely possible. But don't just go follow somebody else's blueprint. Like you have to explore what works for you and what doesn't. Absolutely. Do the work and it will come. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. 
as always, thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast episode. It was truly a pleasure to spend time with you. If you're not already part of our free community on Facebook, please join me inside of the Uplevel Lounge. You can also check out melissafrolick.com or follow along on Instagram, melissafrolick underscore biz to find out the most current ways that I can support you in stepping further into your CEO role right now.